taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars. And today's Rockstar is uh, a, a great guy from a great company. Uh, his name is Aaron Levy, and he's from Elite SEM. He's the director of SEM. And uh, we're going to talk today about an article that he wrote uh, for Search Engine Journal uh, over a year ago, but it just caught my eye, and it, I think it's a gem. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate the uh, the kind words. I've been a long admirer of the show, so I'm happy to be on. Oh, thank you. So let's see. This uh, this article had uh, over a thousand shares and over six thousand reads. So I think other people agree with me that it's that it's very valuable. And uh, the title of it is "The Essential List of Free PPC Tools." So let's. Um, I'm going to go down the uh, article and, and then just ask you a couple of questions on uh, some of the some of the different headings sure. um, these days what's your favorite keyword research tool <laughs> it's a, a I'm, I'm chuckling and I think I'm gonna chuckle at each of these questions because the answers are gonna wind up being a little bit the same uh -huh. um, but but honestly so article aside the best keyword research tool is people customers and um, digging through customer log files and throwing in a word cloud and uh -huh. um, what I will say I mean from a from a more tangible perspective and some of the stuff that I go through in the articles is the Google and Bing keyword planners or or whatever Bing calls their version of it which I've now long forgotten but um, both of them provide really good information I know a lot of people will say that you know the volume and estimates they give you are totally wrong they're not wrong. It's just depends on how people are using them or looking at them. You have to understand that they spit out averages um, and they spit out averages over the course of a long period of time. So of course, when you put all the keywords in there, you're not going to get the same numbers as them because right. you're not average. Um, but those as a baseline are, are absolutely perfect. But the, the real answer is I, what we usually put into those is what we are thinking as companies or marketers, the way that we would think rather than what our customers are already saying. So going through, you know, if you have a customer service line going through chat logs, or if you have sales guys and they log their emails, go through their emails and see how people describe things. That's the real answer for the best free tool. Yeah. Um, but I think a more practical answer and what I assume a lot of people are, are looking for when they look for this article is Google and Bing's tools are sufficient. Uh, I really love answer the public to spur some new ideas and go through questions. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen, I'd, well, David, let me ask you, you've, you've, and please don't take this the wrong way. You've been around for a while, just like me. <laughs> um, you remember the Google wonder wheel? Where oh yeah. You, oh yeah. Yeah. Where you could click on, you could click on one word and it would spur six new words and you click another word, it goes to six new words. Um, in my mind, answer the public is the modern version of that with a snazzy UI. Um, so for those of you that missed that, or for those of you that never got a chance to play with it, um, it, it's certainly a good way to explore a lot more questions, not just for, for us paid search folks looking for new keyword ideas, but for, for those in the organic world looking for questions to answer. Answer the public. I'm looking that up right now. Answer the public.com. Well, imagine it's a that. Fun, it's a fun toy. 
Um, I'll also suggest, and these are, these are a bit old and some of them have varying levels of functionality now as they get kicked out of various APIs, but um, Uber suggests.io keyword tool.io um, they'll essentially aggregate all of the search suggestions from Google Bing um, and which it's gotten blatantly more obvious over the years. If Google suggests something, people will be lazy and just click it. Right. Um, so certainly those are no brainers. And then there's a tool that I've never really known how to pronounce, but it's S O O V L E. I guess it's Suvel. Suvel. Um, and that's the, uh, the same thing where you can pull, pull suggestions from different UIs like Amazon, YouTube, um, to get a bunch of different points of view. Gotcha. Well, you know, I agree with you. I used to say the best keyword tool is your ears and what's between them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. So let's go to the next category, um, competitive analysis tools, something that is neglected, I think. <laughs> this is tremendously neglected. So um, today we're actually just wrapping up here at Conf Philly. So um, I was reminded of my the presentation I gave last year at HeroConf, which was on competitive analysis. Same scenario, what my, my real answer is not going to be the answer that I think that most people are looking for. Certainly, SpyFu, iSpionage, SEMrush, they're all great. I love all of them. We use all of them. They certainly work at what they're designed to do, but to some degree, they're all the same. Um, they work loosely the same way. They have some different bells and whistles, but they basically hit the surf and see what competitors are doing. And then great, you get their ad copy and you can mess with it. And that's certainly valuable, but a lot more of it is what you pull out of those things. Uh -huh. so when I'm looking at a competitive analysis tool, um, we, we use uh, SpyFu here and SEMrush as well. But what I'm really looking for is dramatic competitor changes. So right. uh, for example, if they changed all of their ads within the last month or so, guess what? They either got a new agency or a new strategy. So what they did last year is not what they're going to do this year. Right. Um, which is, those things are certainly valuable. What I think was the most valuable that I've learned over the years is how to read into their back end a little bit. Um, that sounded a little weird. That's the end of day phrasing. Um, but uh, looking at, at tools like um, Built With, uh, a company out of Australia, and they're essentially a, a cookie sniffer where it'll go to sites and see what marketing pixels they have installed. Um, wow. same, same thing, you can see a, a, an install date. So we were looking for a client before where, you know, our client was having a really tough time because it's been a weird season for them and they're very weather driven and it was a cold, it was a cold uh, winter. So they're trying to figure out if their competitors had a problem. So I went to built with, looked at their site and found that they changed their entire marketing stack right around February. So that was the best competitive analysis I've ever found because it was able to tell me that they panicked and they changed everything. Oh. Cool. Um, their earnings call just uh, just came out, and it turns out we were right. They missed their numbers because they were struggling. Wow. But we were kind of able to predict that and figure out their panic just by looking at how they were, were working on their site. Now, you talk here about uh, auction insights. I think that's, that's uh, you know, kind of neglected as well. And I, I think that that could be one whole presentation at a conference especially since um, Bing Ads has, has recently revamped their uh, equivalent of Auction Insights. I can't remember what they call it, but... Um, it's it's likely the same thing. Um, but no, I, I wholly agree with you. It's definitely neglected. And especially, I mean, we're 
about six six months away from the death of average position, which in my mind is long overdue and welcomed um, because it's a lie of a metric. Right. Um, but now that we have ClickShare and Auction Insights, that to me is immensely more valuable because um, yes. you have an idea of how many ad clicks are going and how many competitors are stealing stealing from you. Um, but as I, as I cite in the article and what we found before, similar to what I mentioned before, that you use these things as a way to unpack strategy, not to figure out how much they're spending. But w- what we saw in, in the screenshot that I have in this article that I shared is for a company that was in, you know, selling baby space. Uh, so selling like formula, diapers, cribs, that sort of stuff. Um, we were certainly competing against people that sold those things, but we were also competing against the brands as a CBG format. So competing against Huggies or Pampers who could not care less about performance. They were looking at searching as a branding tool, which really messes with our numbers. Um, but when we mapped out auction insights over a long period of time, we could see that, wait a minute, these, these folks aren't operating like a normal paid search person would. They're operating like they would a media buy. So mm-hmm. instead we would see that, all right, every quarter for the first two weeks, they're going to take over a, brand, a term. They're going to take over the word diapers. They're going to take over the word formula. And there's nothing we can do about it because they're playing a different game. They're not going to optimize the same metrics. Right. So we knew that both from a forecasting perspective and from us as running the search campaigns, let them have position one for those two weeks. It's not worth it. You're not going to win. So let them take position one, focus on conversion rate, and then bid back up when they go away. Yep. Hey, I'm glad to see that you mentioned AdBeat. This is uh, my friend Michael Colella's company. Ah, cool. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> speaking of neglected, <laughs> the display network, um, which is uh, kind of a, a, a gem, but a secret. Exactly. Uh, is... Uh, there's only one tool that I know of that can give you competitive information about the display network. And that is AdBeat. Yeah. If I'm being completely candid, it took me a bit of digging because we, we used to use moat back in the day, but if I'm, if mm-hmm. I remember right, moat is now they're not freemium at all. They're in fact, quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we use them and it's, it's quite a powerful tool and I still love it, but looking for someone who accomplishes this for either free or for low cost, uh, AdBeat, fit the bill it, it pulled all of our competitors ads it pulled a lot of the sites where it saw the stuff and did exactly what we needed for uh, and and gave us insight into their strategy right hey speaking of powerful we have some powerful messages from our sponsors so um aaron don't go away and listeners stay with us ppc rock stars we'll be back after we click through our sponsors What if you had access to analytics from the most visited sites on the web? Think about real-time sales and signups from Amazon and Netflix, stats and engagement from Slack and HubSpot, all on one patented platform. That's Nacho Analytics. Nacho is perfect for details on your product design and development, instant for influencer info, and fantastic for real-time financial figures. Level the playing field today for your business with Nacho. What are you doing? All this nacho talk got me hungry. Level the playing field today for your business with nachoanalytics.com. Seriously? 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Aaron Levy talking about free PPC tools. And uh, now we're going to talk about bidding and campaign management tools. And as you start out talking about AdWords scripts, which are uh, mysterious and uh, arcane. They are, but they aren't. They're a lot of people are scared of them because like, I don't know how to do the coding. Like that's very hard. You know, who's really good at coding everyone else. When you Google their scripts, right. <laughs> it's, um, a lot of people on, on, on my team and frankly, throughout my, my company and my career have always said like, I'm scared of these because I don't know how to code. I don't want to mess anything up. If you mess anything up, the code just won't work. Right. Um, and if, you know, if that happens, it's okay. The code just won't fire. But a lot of these, and I, I, Russell Savage's uh, free AdWords scripts. I don't think he's updated in a while. I don't know if he stopped working on it, but that was certainly the originator. And then Fred Valley's uh, optimizer, which is for all intents and purposes, a really good script tool where you don't have to write the scripts, but he shares a lot of the stuff that he's written over the years on, on his blog. And he always does. And then there's, uh, there's Dan Gilbert who from brain labs, and he shares a great script on uh, search engine land just about every month. There's a million and one free resources. The challenge that we always face with scripts though, at Elite, we tend to skew enterprise. Um, Google scripts can time out. So they're, I think these numbers are still accurate, but they'll, they'll run through a quarter million entities or a half an hour, whichever one comes first, and then the script will stop. So they're, they're powerful, but for small to midsize uh, activities. Right. Now, what's the difference between automated rules and scripts? So when I'm thinking of automated rules, I'm thinking of a lot of the things that you do from a, a basic perspective from a bid tool. So you say, hey, if this campaign has a CPA over $100, bid it down to 20, bid it down 20% or something like that. Um, there's also plenty of automated rules that can pause when a certain thing happens. Um, things that are just built into the UIs versus scripts where you can certainly accomplish a lot of those same things, but um, 
scripts are more designed for, I'll call it maybe a Swiss army knife that there's, you want to do a lot more than is officially built in. Um, whereas the automated rules uh, are just sort of built in right there. You know, um, th this article is so good. It's just chock full of stuff. Uh, we're going to segue into reporting and data visualization. Uh, great topic. Um, before we do, though, let's see. Now, let's let's start with Google Data Studio. I think uh, that's an incredible tool for the price. <laughs> of the price of nothing. <laughs> right. So do you use um, Data Studio? We do. I mean, in full, in full transparency, we have... Uh, a much more robust solution for most needs. Like we use, we use Tableau, which is layered in our own data warehouse, which is very much so the opposite of free. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, if there's something that we need to visualize that's Google only, or if we want to build a, a real-time auction insights dashboard, you can do all that for free uh, in Data Studio. I will say the setup is, oh, calling it clunky might not even be fair, but um, it's certainly not, not easy and not right away, but I can't imagine them building templates for everything that everyone will want to do ever. Right. Um, so I sort of understand the design, but it's, it's essentially a fantastic free dashboarding tool that you don't really have to mess with too much. Um, certainly it's to be a little bit of a challenge when you start to pull in external data sources like Bing or Facebook or things like that. So we might use a tool like Supermetrics or uh, I think just yesterday or two days ago, AdStage announced they have their own Google Sheets plugin, which I haven't gotten a chance to toy with, but I know that uh, my buddy Sahil is very excited about. Uh, but using a tool like that that can help collect the sources, as long as you can drop it into a Google Sheet, you can then plug it right into, uh, right into Google Data Studio. Nice. Now let's talk about Supermetrics. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of a Swiss Army knife tool, right? Correct, correct. I mean, it's... Um, in so many words, it's essentially just a bunch of import scripts that they have written that will ping whoever's API and pull the data out of it if you want to know the techie side of it. Um, in theory, you could accomplish the same, with, the same thing with writing your own macros, but I'm sure that 98% of the people here are just like me and don't really feel like doing that. Hmm. Um, so Supermetrics is, is a tool that um, there's there's either a free trial or a free limited number of scripts. It's it's likely changed over the years, but if not, it's it's very low cost for a single user. Obviously, once you start plugging in a lot of users, it gets more expensive. But in the amount of time savings that you would have from trying to write these scripts yourself, it pays for itself in one try. Nice. Hey, let's talk, start talking about what what you call. Oh, wait a minute, I skipped something here. Um, <laughs> bidding tools yeah oh this is this is i'm gonna get myself in trouble probably answering this no well let me ask you this our, uh -huh. our dear host what's your thought on google smart bidding do you trust it or not i do trust it um now my attitude has always been uh google has more data than anyone can possibly have the the third party uh solutions have data from their customers and uh, that's a tiny, tiny subset of all of the customers that Google has. Mm -hmm. uh, furthermore, Google, Google has signals like uh, time of day, day of, day of week. They have device type. They have uh, uh, something that is especially absent from the third parties, which is um, the searcher's be previous behavior. Right, so right, exactly. Millions, millions of, of, of uh, signals going into 
the real-time calculation of the correct bid. The third-party tools don't do it in real time. They do it at best every 15 minutes uh, based on historical data. So I, I, I just can't see how uh, any third-party solution can do better than Google can. Now, Google's is, isn't perfect, obviously, and um, some of the third parties say that they deal with uh, situations like seasonality better than Google does. But um, yeah, and I know, I know that Google's working on the seasonality part. I mean, yep. I've I've often referred to this half jokingly, half not, as Google smart bidding is a really really good Roomba. Um, <laughs> That is, it falls down the stairs every now and then. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's it's something that assumes everything is the same and everything is good when it starts. Yes, that's why the learning period is always a little bit more expensive, and your CPCs always yes. go up because it assumes everything is the same and everything is good. Yep. Um, then the Google Smart Bidding Roomba will bump into a coffee table and realize, like, oh no, wait, I can't go there. That's a bad spot. Right. And so it starts figuring these th things out over time, but what you have to remember is it does have its limitations. A lot of folks are like, well, I turned on smart bidding, so I'm all done. I don't have to worry about the other things that made paid search good. Um, at least for now, it's just a bidding tool. Um, certainly with their the adjustment and match types that they have, that it has a little bit more freedom and run room than it maybe it used to. But um, we've run a, a million head-to-head -head tests against from Google smart bidding against everyone's bid tool. And I know that Bing is building their equivalents. I think a lot of them are in beta if they're not done yet. Um, but what we usually find, and you, you sort of teed this up with your first comment, whoever has the best data wins. So if you have a lot of offline data that you're uploading into Kenshu, Marin, DoubleClick, whoever, those tools will do better than smart bidding. Whereas if there's not a lot of offline data and Google has a complete view of everything that's happening, it, their smart bidding will absolutely destroy any other test that's running. At least for now, I know that the other folks are certainly working on it. But as you say, it's it's our paid search equivalent of programmatic. It's real-time bidding that we humans cannot do. Right. So uh, we get the question, well, not myself, but I've certainly heard the question a lot of these folks who are spending you know, somewhere between five dollars and $50,000 a month. Should I invest in a bid tool? And my question to them is always why. What do you hope to accomplish it, with it? Right. If there's a complicated data passback or things that you really need to capture, or you really need to have order IDs and product IDs and everything captured all the time, by all means, a bid tool is certainly your target. If you are just doing it because you think you need bidding, you may not. Right. Friends at Kenshin, Marin, double click, please don't, please don't kill me. Yeah, and, and Marin and Acquisio and, you know, to, to be fair, uh, they all have features that, the platforms do not have, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say that uh, Google's smart bidding completely. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Um, I'm more thinking of the folks who are looking for you know cost saving alternatives. Right. Um, Google's Google and Bing are getting better at this. I agree. Hey, um, we need to break again for sponsor messages, so Aaron and listeners don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. All right, guys. I want you to come up with an ad for a patented platform that lets you see any company's analytics accounts. I'm talking Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, etc. You know, see their sales and stats in real time. It's called Nacho Analytics. 
Tim? Nacho Regular Analytics Company. Charlotte? You can tap into analytics of major companies that don't want you to know how they're performing. Right. And you can also check the traffic and engagement for any influencer on any platform across all platforms. Tim? Okay. Let us help you grow your business. Bailey? So it helps you jump ahead in the concept and development stages so you can build your product better and ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Nacho Analytics lets you see anyone's analytics in real time. Tim? You'll be wondering, where has this company been my whole life? Tim! Sorry. Sales, subscribers, and stats all in one place, and the data is totally anonymous. Holy guacamole, that's good stuff. Ah, now you have me making puns. Let Nacho Analytics level the playing field. What will you do when you can lift the curtain on the internet? NachoAnalytics.com Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Aaron Levy. Uh, coming into the home stretch here, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunt and pick here a little bit. Let's talk about conversion rate optimization. Um, I, th- I think uh, Google and uh, the world has not uh, publicized as much as it deserves Google Optimize. So I, why don't we start there? I'm blown away that, I mean, that less people, that people don't use this as much as they should. Right. It's Google Analytics for CRO. I mean, no, of course it's not perfect, but it's free and you are currently doing precisely zero for CRO. Um, well, ironically enough, since we're talking about, um, you know, our article I wrote in Search Engine Journal, the one that I just published today was about CRO tips. Oh, no kidding. So, Give that, give that one a read as well because it's something that people do not touch. Yeah. Um, but if you're worried about coding or if you're worrying about, oh my goodness, it's going to take me so much money to invest in developer hours and creative and all these things to get my CRO test done, it's not the case. You can do it with Google Optimize. It, it gets right. it done pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it does multivariate testing is crazy, crazy good. And um, and also a little bit of landing page customization. Exactly. Is, I think it's it's plenty for, I don't know, a big percentage of of advertisers. I think. Exactly. I mean, we at our te- at our team we we partner with some of the more premium folks. Like we use both VW and Optimizely, but they're of course built for 
a much larger scale. But with all these things, we certainly look at at the tools that are free and figure out if we do have to pay for it. And I got to tell you, it wasn't an easy decision. The, the Google Optimize tool is pretty powerful for what it is. Right. So um, let's see. Uh, one thing I love about the article is that it mentions music for office workers. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I mean, honestly, if you think of us as all, uh, as people who are stuck in front of a computer all day long uh, and we're very easily distracted. Uh, my favorite thing is when I read about people giving tips for multitasking. The human brain doesn't multitask. Right. You can't do that. It doesn't work. Uh, we're really good at switching from task to task, but that means that you lose ideas. So um, one thing that I actually have focused on a lot in my workplace setup, both at uh, desk, uh, both at my office and at home, is focusing on, on my little audio setup. So I have a really nice set of headphones, uh, a nice little office amplifier, and there's this playlist series that's literally called music for office workers and it's a series of it's a mix of classical music and uh, sort of you call it neoclassical it, it moves towards a little bit newer stuff um but that's what that's what helps me focus is having something that makes me feel like i own a mansion and someone's playing the piano <laughs> um but i also i i urge folks to try and figure something that will drone out the distractions that will come in no matter what sometimes that's white noise sometimes that's really ambient electronic music which is what i do when i really get a banks of projects out nice. um but i mean back to the the point of, of of multitasking which is hard to not do in the world especially if you have multiple clients um are you familiar with with pomodoro the no. the, meth, the work method no so the idea is basically oh, yes 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 i'm sorry Go. yeah the idea is that the human the human brain can focus for like 20 to 30 minutes basically so Pomodoro, which I don't know why they named it after sauce, but whatever, it's <laughs> delicious. Um, but you have a Pomodoro timer that basically runs for your set period and then it forces you to take a three to five minute break. So since, since we're all staring at computer screens all day and fine print of million rows of Excel, it's really, really important to take care of the best free tool in the world that is your eyes. Right. So I use the Pomodoro timer similar um, oftentimes I'll use a half hour long playlist for, for music and make sure you look at something that's moving. That's a far away distance for a little while. Every, every 20 minutes to half hour, make sure, uh, make sure the ojos stay fresh. Right. Well, Aaron, uh, we have unfortunately come to the end of the show. I'm sure we could do three shows on, on just this article. So, um, kudos to you for providing all these resources. It was a, it was a fun one to put together, and I'm I'm I honestly haven't checked on it in a little while. I'm really pleased to see that so many people have gotten value out of it. That's right. that's what we do these things for. Well, hopefully, we'll, we'll the listeners out there will bump those numbers up a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, how would you like to be contacted, or would you like to be contacted by listeners? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I this is going to sound very millennial of me, but the best way to reach me is on Twitter. Right. Um, so, my Twitter handle is big a little a. You think about spelling my name out, that's how you do it. It's a big A than a little A. Um, or you can also feel free to email me. My email is just Aaron at EliteSEM.com. Um, though I will warn you, I get a lot of emails and I tend to be aggressive with the archive button. So uh, Twitter will, will likely be better for most of you. Yeah, next time you come on, we'll talk about VR, VRE. What? Uh, VSRE, very short VSRE. reply expected. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I basically like that. means don't waste your time with saying, "Hey, how was your weekend? Was right. it good? Great! Thank <laughs> you for sending." The end. Like, just just get the message across. We don't need exactly. That. 
Okay, well, thanks for coming on, and listeners, thanks for sticking with us, and uh, come back next time for another episode of BBC Rockstars. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.